right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the weekend wrap-up on the Break the Bell podcast. Hello, beautiful bell breakers. Round two is always better than round one. Yeah. I mean, we got to try it twice sometimes. Absolutely. You know, you get comfortable with like everything being in the same spot and not moving stuff around. It's just like, oh, just, just roll with it. We don't have to test our yeah. cameras or anything. And no, then not at all. Once I hit record, I'm like, oh, shit, our lights are like <laughs> glowing at us. I can't see you and all that. And behind so, the bell. Yep, yep, there you go. So, yeah, yeah, we don't claim to be perfect, and... Never. I did have to actually go back and hit re-record, though, because that was just, that was awful. Yeah, so. one mistake we can take, but yeah. three or four, <laughs> yeah, yeah right in a row, back yeah. to back. How's everybody that doing this week? Bill, how's it going on it's this? It's going well. It's By the time well. people hear this, it will be Easter morning. That is crazy. Yeah, yeah, it is crazy that... Yeah. <laughs> it we, seems like it was just, like, Christmas time, yes. and sorry, Easter. So, the year's flying. Do you think that is a conspiracy in time speeding up? Okay, so I, I heard this thing in physics once. Right? Oh, I didn't know this was going to go oh, actually okay. somewhere, well, but okay, go. let's do it. So apparently they say the smaller you are in size, right, mm-hmm. the slower time moves. Really? Yes. So for instance, when you're younger and as a kid, time moves slower for you, right? Because you're closer to the... Because the, you're closer to the core of the earth, right? Really? Yes, but then as you grow, time moves faster. For instance, like a fly... Right, their lifespan's what twenty four hours. Yeah, well, they live a full. I mean, for them, it's a couple years. Yeah, it's quite right. a few years. I've always <clears throat> thought about that with flies because I know that time yeah. is slower for them. And I've always thought about like when you go to like swat a fly really fast, and he yeah. like he's like gone. And I just imagine him. He's just sitting there. And it's just like kind of an eclipse, and you just that's see what it, I was thinking. Like, yeah, <laughs> be like this guy just this slowly. Guy, this guy thinks he's like <laughs> I, I can just sit here and eat my shit yeah. for a few more minutes. <laughs> Yeah. Does he really think he's gonna get me this time? Nah, I got this. And then all of a sudden he's just like <clears throat> All right, let's go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's like <laughs> Yeah. It's like, did you see that? Did you see yeah. how <laughs> and it's like the ones that actually get hit are just like playing chicken with yeah, you. It's right, like, right. No, no guys, watch. No, watch no. this. Oh, or or they're they're the skeptics. No, that that asteroid's not really gonna hurt <laughs> hit. <laughs> it's all a conspiracy theory. Those MAGA hat wearing conspiracy theory. <laughs> exactly flies. flies. <laughs> <laughs> they're all over the place. <laughs> they are. They're the problem that's wrong in the world, is those conspiracy flies. Exactly. So what's going on? Well, you got you got Easter plans. You said you got yeah. up early this morning, and yeah, it's went. been a busy week. Yeah. For, oh, my wife, she works for a church, so she's had church service like almost every night this week. Oh wow. Uh, egg hunt today. Yeah, service tomorrow. Then we're going to my brother in law's for another family egg hunt and stuff like that. All right. So yeah, it's uh, it's exciting, and the weather's awesome. It right. is. It is amazing. It was it's like the, the warmest day ever. Yeah. So how about you? This year, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ever. So Not far. ever, ever, but this year, it's no, nice. Just so far. So. Now, my daughter had a birthday party today, and yes. tonight I have a slew of t- teenage, young teenage girls just crashing in my I'm house. Sorry. So I'm going to be hiding in this room probably no all doubt. night because I don't want to deal with any of that. No, that, would, like be, that would be hell. My wife invited them all over so she can deal with that shit. Right. <laughs> so um, baseball kicked off. Yeah. The official, like the the regular season, kicked off on Thursday. Right. Like so there's what three games in so far? Two games. I think okay. they had like, yesterday off. Um. So Thursday they kicked ass against the Reds, nice. the Cardinals, the Cardinals. If you don't know, I'm a Cardinals fan. Yes. There is no other baseball team out there. Uh, you, if you, you think otherwise, you have no paraphernalia. I don't. I, that fact. I, I did until we like redid the room. I haven't put yeah. it back up yet. Uh, so I'm, I mean, I'm surprised people don't think you're a Cubs fan. Oh my God! Shut the fuck up. <laughs> and you're gone. <laughs> So, <laughs> you're fired immediately. 
So yeah, I think they're gonna lose today. I don't even. The score was like nine to three when yeah, we started. It was pretty bad. Came in here to yeah, start. We, we watched the third inning, which was probably the worst inning. Yeah, it's probably where it all went downhill. So. I don't think so. So I just decided to stop watching because I don't need that negativity yeah. in my life. But yeah, speaking of baseball kicking off, man. Right. The MLB is hardcore in the news right now. Right. Just in time for baseball season. It's, yeah, it's, it's the fantastic. perfect time for it to get in there. Yeah, so the the whole reason that they're in the news is because of Donald Trump, obviously. Oh, it's always I mean, his fault. It's everything's his fault. So Georgia, the state of Georgia, no less, came out with these voting new voting laws. Yes, yeah. Which put everybody in just a big yeah. uproar. And, and critics are calling this uh, Jim Crow 2.0. Even though they're still, from what I've read, they're still more lax than a bunch of a lot of state right. voting laws are. Right, they're not really that big a deal, according to some. Yeah, and they're they're definitely not the strictest voting laws. But because of these voting laws, the MLB has decided to boycott and pull the freaking um, All Star Game from Georgia. Right. Like punish those um, like Georgians for yeah, their, the, their their evil racism. racism. Yeah. So I I wanted to first talk about the Georgia laws. And just take a look into that and see really, really what's going on with them. Because yeah. um, from from what everybody's saying, like you said, it's Jim Crow of voting. Um, it, it's just eliminating the the minority power right. of voting. Yeah, and it's just Republicans being racism racist as they always are. Yeah. So this is from the uh, New York Times. This is the one. That was it has the most to say about it. I'm sure it says what Georgia's voting law really does. And this is this is a left leaning, of course. Obviously, it's, it's Times, New York Times. So. But those are the most fun to read sometimes. Yeah, especially when it comes to stuff like this. It says the New York Times analyzed the state's new 98 page voting law, which is actually really short for that any is. kind of proposed say. law, and identified 16 key provisions that will limit ballot access, potentially confuse voters. And give more power to Republican lawmakers. you know, makers. voters are idiots. Yes. Right? They need things I mean, spelled out to them. People get so outraged over proposed laws like this and saying how they're such, like, they're, they're such discriminating towards minors, or minors, minorities. <laughs> and minors. And they minors. they can't vote. Yeah. What the hell? But none of them ever, they all fail to mention how... People like the New York Times make minorities out to be fucking morons. Oh, yeah, right, right, yeah. Or like the general population, we're all just a bunch of fucking idiots, mm-hmm. especially the minorities. Yeah. And that's not coming from me. That's coming blatantly from the New York Times. Yeah. Well, this is just going to confuse them. It's like the the people that were like, well, uh, a lot of minorities don't know how to use the Internet. It's like... Right? And, and really? Like when... I can't remember that. Who's that guy, uh, like, right wing guy that goes around on the streets. Oh, and Jesse Waters. Maybe, yeah, that maybe that's it. He was like showing videos of um, the woke uh, left wing white people that self-hating yeah. white people that said stuff like, well, they don't know how to use the computer. And they were showing it to like minorities. Mm-hmm. And it was this like African-American woman. She's like, I use a computer every damn day for work. What is she right. talking about? Yeah. <laughs> it's just, yeah. Or, or they don't know how to register for a driver's license. Right. Yeah. So they, they don't have, they, they don't d- have an ID. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's like well, they, you- they fucking drive. Yeah. Right. Right. Or if they don't, they usually have some kind of state ID. Right. How do they buy alcohol? Because yeah. you got to have them for alcohol. Yeah. Is, that, is that discrimination towards right. minorities? Yeah. It's just insane. 
Um, so it goes on to say how potentially it would confuse them. It says, go page by page through Georgia's new voting law, and one takeaway stands above all the others. The Republican legislature and governor have made a breathtaking assertion of partisan power in elections, making absentee voting harder and creating restrictions and complications in the wake of narrow losses to Democrats. So the New York Times has examined and annotated the law, identifying 16 provisions that hamper the right to vote for some Georgians or strip power from state and local election officials and give it to legislators. So I'm going to scroll down to the 16 provisions. So the key takeaways that the Times okay. brought up. It says, here are the most significant changes to the voting in the state as written into the new law. Voters will now have less time to request absentee ballots. So that's racist, obviously. Right, I mean, that doesn't affect literally everybody in the state. Right. The, the, it only yeah. affects the minorities. I mean, to be honest, that's really going to just affect the procrastinators, mm -hmm. which would be me. Right. Me too. There are new state or there are strict new ID requirements for the absentee ballot. Let me and they have like breakdowns of these. I'm reading the the bullet points, but I'm okay. going to scroll down and see what uh, the strict ID requirements are says, in order to confirm the identity of the voter, such form shall require the elector provide his or her name, date of birth, address is registered, address where the elector wishes the ballot to be mailed, and the number of his or her Georgia driver's license or ID card issued. If such elector does not have a driver's license or ID card, they shall affirm this fact in the manner prescribed in the application, and the elector shall provide a copy of a form of identification. Available by this, uh, the form made available by the Secretary of State shall include a space to affix a photocopy or electronic image of such identification. So it's literally any form of identification. Yeah. And if you don't have one, you give your information and they'll send one to you. So that way they can they can verify you vote it and that you're not going to vote again or somebody's not going to vote for you. Yeah, because it says a state issued driver's license or ID card. And then it says, if they don't have this, they'll provide a copy of a form of ID. It doesn't, mm -hmm. it, and here it at least doesn't say um, what kind of identification it's, yeah. it's asking for. Right. I mean, it could be what, like a freaking library card yeah. maybe? I think at one point I used my uh, security pass for the airport uh, as a license <laughs> because yeah. it had a picture ID on it. It says, uh, if the elector does not have an ID a state ID or a driver's license, the elector shall so affirm this in the space provided on the outer oath envelope and print the last four digits of his or her social security number in the space provided. Which, again, everybody has. If you're an American citizen, that's legally allowed to right. vote. Oh, maybe that's the rub. That is. It's got to be. Yeah. It's like they have to print their social security number. Right. So they have to the prove they're a citizen, and that that's a problem for people. Yeah. If the elector does not have driver's license or ID card, or a social security number, the elector shall so affirm in the space provided on the outer oath envelope and place a copy of one of the forms of ID in the outer envelope. I, I, I don't understand the problem. Yeah. It gives so many fucking options. Right. Like, well, if they don't have this, then um, they can put their social security yeah. number. If they don't have their social security number, yeah. they can put any other kind of yeah. ID. And you know much. what? If you're not a citizen, you shouldn't be able to vote. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. I'm going there. I, I, that, I mean, that's just how it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's now illegal for election officials to mail out absentee ballot applications to all voters. So the whole unsolicited mailing right. out absentee ballots um, is now illegal there, which I don't have a problem with that I don't either. have either because 
you know, I don't know who you are. You know, I don't right. know. And it would be easy. I don't know. It'd just be easy to mail out something false. Right. Well, if you have a bunch of different people mailing, you know, you get five or six different ballots. Right. It could be confusing, and you could be like, oh, well, maybe I need to fill out this one. Right. Maybe I need to fill out that one. Maybe I just need to fill because which one's real? It says, drop boxes still exist, but barely. That's barely. their takeaway. It says, a board of red registrars or absentee ballot clerks may establish additional drop boxes, but may only establish additional drop boxes totaling the lesser of either one drop box for every 100,000 active voters in the county or the number of advanced voting locations in the county. Any additional drop boxes shall be evenly geographically distributed by population in the county. Uh, okay. Doesn't so barely. sound like a problem. It doesn't sound like barely either. And I hate scrolling on. Oh, there should be a button to go all the way back up to the top. Mobile voting centers, think an RV where you can vote, are essentially banned. Early voting is expanded in a lot of small counties, but probably not in more populous ones. Okay. Offering food or water. This one's confusing to me, but offering yeah. food or water to voters waiting in line now risks misdemeanor charges. So this is what I'm going to read, too. Yeah. No person shall solicit votes in any manner or by any means or method, nor shall any person distribute or display any campaign material, nor shall any person give, offer to give, or participate in the giving of any money or gifts, including but not limited to food, drink, to an elector, nor shall any person solicit signatures for any petition, nor shall any person other than election officials discharging their duties establish or set up any tables or booths on any day in which ballots are being cast within 150 feet of the outer edge of any building within a polling place established, or blah, 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 all that stuff. So it sounds to me like they're trying to protect people from trying to convince people to vote some other way. Yeah, which, I, you know, I can see the... the Having a booth set up, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, well, I can take your votes here, and I'll take them in for you. I mean, how I'll hard make would it easy? It, how hard would it be for somebody um, handing out a bottle of water, is being like, you know, you should vote for the this. This comes in courtesy of yeah. Senator so and so. He sends his regards. With yeah, this, with you know? the, if Senator so and so wants to give me water, that's great. You know, but it's not like they're saying, well, you better take this water and vote for so and so, or else I'm going to kill you and your family. Yeah, I mean, that's right. a big difference between that. Yeah, so I don't know. What do you think? Do you think it should be banned? I I don't think water should be banned. Right. I, I don't. I think if people, especially in a bigger city, if there are long lines, I, I don't see a problem with someone going through. If they're for a specific you know campaign, be like, oh, Senator so-and-so is providing you with this water. Okay. I don't think they should mention anybody's name. Well, I mean, that's fine. I mean, fine. if they want to hand out water, then that's fine. But yeah, and they could have, like, a, if they had someone's, like, t- mm-hmm. name on their T-shirt, you think that'd be all right, or do they have to be I mean, appear maybe. totally neutral? I, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I don't have a problem with it. Man, I've had this other screen up here this whole time. <laughs> what is going on today? I Honestly, I don't have a problem if someone were to be like, this water comes from Senator yeah. Jimbo James. And because it doesn't mean I have to vote for the guy, That's it's true. like, oh, well, it's nice of him to give me some water, but I still don't like his policy on whatever. Right. So it says if if you go to the wrong polling place, it will be even harder to vote. And I read that one, and I'm not going to dig into it here because we're going to run out of time really fast if we go into all of these. But it basically said if you go to the wrong polling place, they're going to tell you which polling place to go to. Sounds fair. That's what they do here in Iowa because right. I went to the wrong – because I looked it up – my polling place during the presidential election, and it was like such and such church on this road. So I went to a church I thought it was. It happened to be a polling place. I saw a polling signs. I'm like, that must be it. I pulled in, gave them my address, 
They're like, no, yours is the church across the street. So I left and went across the street. It didn't make right. it harder to, I mean, yeah, I had to go one extra place. Right. But, I mean, that cuts down on the confusion of people voting in the wrong precinct. Right. They're yeah. only counting votes in their precinct. So, yeah. um, I don't see a problem with that. And there was a few other things in there. Like, if they did want to continue, like, stay to vote there, it would have to be, like, after 5 p.m., and before polling closed. So okay. they could still vote there. They just had to wait around. So if they didn't have right. transportation to get to another oh, one. Oh, gotcha. It was it was something along those Hardly lines. Hardly Jim Crow 2.0, though. No, 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 no. And it didn't make it even harder to vote right. by any means, I didn't think. If election problems arise, a common occurrence, it is now more difficult to extend voting hours. So they have more restrictions on extending the voting hours. Okay? I mean, there are times for a reason. Right. Uh, they got to maintain volunteers. Yeah, right. With a mix of changes to vote counting, high turnout elections will probably mean long wait for results. Okay, I mean they told us There's to expect long, long, yeah, long waits this last yeah. time. Election officials can no longer accept third party funding. I'm o- I'm okay I'm with, with that. that. A measure that nods to right wing conspiracy theories. No, it's just yeah. it happens. Right. Pe- people. I mean, take, ha- yeah, yeah. I, I, Okay, I'll I'll take it. I don't think there should be any third party funding. No, there shouldn't be. I mean, I mean uh, because that that does kind of give a wink wink like okay, mm-hmm. somebody is funding this. Right. You know, so it somebody owns somebody. Right. It just cuts down on the the whole bullshit in yeah. my opinion. Well, and and I, like we talked about during the last election, if there's a even a perception of shenanigans going on right it discredits the whole process yeah so what they're trying to do is take care of any of that misperception that could be going on well that's what i saw about the water thing too because yeah i'm sure there were rumors that people were soliciting votes outside so it's just like well let's just not have anybody outside right. yeah like, let's I, just, I, I can see just that cut point. down on anybody yeah. walking around then then that eliminates any um rumors of soliciting votes right and that's the way i kind of saw the direction it was going uh, it says, with an eye towards voter fraud, the state attorney general will manage an election hotline. Okay, I don't... I don't see what that... All right. Republican-controlled legislature has more control over state election board. Newsflash, if, when this law takes effect, whenever the legislature flips to Democrat-controlled, right. it will now be the Democrat-controlled legislature has more control over right. state election board. That's how these things work. Yeah, And if people don't like the way the Republicans' le- le- legislator is doing it, then they vote the Democrats in and see how they do. And right. I mean, it, it, it's not set in stone. It says there is, a crea- there is created a state board to, to be known as the state election board to be composed of a chairperson elected by the General Assembly, an elector to be elected by the majority vote of the Senate of the General Assembly, which is Republican-controlled right now, so that's the problem they have, as its regular session held in each odd-numbered year. An elector to be elected by a majority vote of the House of Representatives of the General Assembly at its regular session held in each odd-numbered year, and a member of each political party to be nominated and appointed in the manner provided in this code section. No person, while a member of the General Assembly, shall serve as a member of the board. And the Times goes on to say, This is one of the few provisions that strip power from the Secretary of State and indirectly shift it towards the legislature by creating a new chair of the state election board. Previously, the Secretary of State had served that role. 
The law dictates that the newly created chair be nonpartisan, but the position is appointed through the partisan legislature. Again, that, <laughs> it goes yeah. both ways, though. I'm sure right. they wouldn't have a problem with it if it was Democrat, a Democrat control. Right. So I'm not going to spend any more time on that one. Yeah, but, I mean, do you see any racial overtones? The only thing I could see that they'd say is that, you know, because you have to have a Social Security number or something, that they're trying to limit the illegal vote. Right. Right, which, again, Which isn't a racist thing. Anyways. It's an anti-illegal thing. Exactly. Um, let's see. With a mix of changes to vote counting, high turnout elections will probably mean— Oh, we already read that one. Long wait times. Um, the Republican-controlled legislator has more control. Just read that one. The Secretary of State is removed as a voting member of the state election board. That was part of what we just read. The GOP-led legislature is empowered to suspend county election officials. Again, yeah. when that turns to Democrat-led legislature, they will be the one empowered to suspend county election officials. Runoff elections will happen faster and could become harder to manage. So they're wanting to get, because how the runoff election didn't go until like early January, they right. want the runoff elections to go earlier. So, yeah. so we get the numbers a little bit sooner than January. So I don't have a problem with that or understand why that's racist either. So... Um, all that to say, a lot of people are outraged by this, including the MLB. Yes. And the MLB is now boycotting Georgia, which that's going to help the people of Georgia. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's yeah. going to help the, the, the people that they are, um, discriminating against by the MLB pulling like its biggest game. Yeah out of minus the world series out of the state yeah that yeah that's taken a stab at the governor and the legislatures but it's also it's taken a bigger stab at the workers that would be like employed through this thing yeah and like the oh. the economic gain that could be yeah um acquired through having this game in georgia it's right. going to directly affect the people that you are saying are directly affected by these voting laws and those are the people that they they want to you know get a hold of the governor and and try to get them to overturn this mm -hmm. by holding them by the purse strings so yeah basically um, holding them hostage saying hey if you want this game to happen then get a hold of them and tell them to overturn this right yeah otherwise you know you guys aren't going to get that big influx of cash Interesting thing is the MLB, while boycotting Georgia, also signed a deal with the Chinese firm that dropped the NBA over executives' Hong Kong support. Do you remember when we talked about how mm -hmm. the NBA was kind of in China's pocket through yes. this um, um, Chinese firm? Well, now the MLB is signing on with this Chinese firm. Really? While, while saying... Oh, human rights are being violated. Voters' yeah. rights are being violated. Right. Hey, let's let's. But we're not going to pay attention to the genocide that's going on in China <laughs> right. right now. Right. So, this says uh, Major League Baseball is protesting a democratically passed Georgia voting law while bolstering ties with a Communist Party-backed Chinese company that cracked down on an NBA executive who supported the pro-democracy movement in Hong Kong. Major League Baseball fundamentally supports voting rights for all Americans. <laughs> And opposes restrictions for the ballot to the ballot box. Uh, the league commissioner said, announcing the decision to pull this year's All Star Game at the Peach State Friday. He said, protesting Georgia's new GOP-backed election integrity law was the best way to demonstrate our values as a sport. <laughs> our values, like what values? Right. But oh. the MLB signed a deal with Tencent, 
Wednesday one of China's largest tech companies. It's one of Chinese firms that briefly dropped NBA games in 2019 after former Houston Rockets general manager uh, publicly voiced support for the pro-democracy protesters facing a Beijing-backed crackdown on Hong Kong. So they they briefly dropped the NBA, and that's when... um, Remember, we talked last year about how the NBA can't right. wear anything that's yeah. pro Hong Kong. Because originally they came out, NBA was like, we want you to wear your social justice shirts when you're here. You know, we want to p- promote that. So then some players started wearing their, their you know, pro Hong Kong, like, anti China. Not yeah, that. But not that. Not that social, social justice. justice. Yeah. We're yeah. talking about like in America. We don't care about that social justice. We, we don't want to get dropped here. It says the New Deal grants Tencent rights to stream MLG, MLB games in a number of Asian countries until 2023. Back in 2018, the MLB and Tencent reached another deal that granted the company streaming rights for 125 games in China. So we don't have to get too far into this, but you can see the hypocrisy here of how um, they're crying... they're crying for the voting rights yeah. and how that's so in- inhumane, but then they're picking up big corporate deals mm. with companies that have no value whatsoever right. for human rights. Yeah, it's right. all about the dollars. It is. It is. You know, and you know, complicit in that, you have Delta and Coca Cola are also threatening to boycott Georgia, really? so which they have major again, hubs and headquarters in. Again, all that does is affect the people that are right. supposedly directly affected. Yeah. By these voter laws. Yeah. It's going to affect the working class more than it's going to affect the mm. the GOP politicians right. that you're mad at. Yeah. So for Coca Cola to be like, you know what, we're pulling all our, we're gonna pull all our freaking uh, uh, bottling plants out of Atlanta to yeah. stick it to Georgia. It's like you're just fucking over the people that that mm-hmm. you supposedly are in solidarity with or whatever yeah. it is they they're claiming it is. Yeah, it makes no sense. It it's, doesn't. It, and again, it's all the it's all the hip- hypocrisy of it because then to turn around and be like, well, we're gonna we're gonna get this major multi billion dollar deal with this Chinese backed company. Yeah, that is it, that's committing. You know, I mean, genocide the, right the now. company's probably not. No, but no, the company. But every company is ran is by China. the Chinese government. Yeah. So and the Chinese it, government so is, and the essentially com- they are. And the company is the one silencing any talk against the genocide mm-hmm. over there. So. Right. So yeah, it, it's just like well, when it's not our problem, then it, yeah. the dollar. Well, and uh, a reporter asked uh, Pasaki today, "Well, since uh, Biden is all supportive about the boycott in Georgia, is he going to pull out of the Beijing Olympics mm-hmm. next year because of the genocide?" And and it, she told him that he needs to pay attention. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure there's no way we're going to pull out of no of the Beijing Olympics. No. And uh, so then Trump <clears throat> comes out, and Trump mm-hmm. says. Hey, um, we need to boycott the MLB and all these other woke companies that are are pulling out of Georgia. Right. So, you know, let's see how that's going to happen. Yeah, this one says former President Trump called for a boycott <clears throat> of Major League Baseball after deciding to move the All Star Game out of Georgia and protested the state's new bill signed into law. Blah blah blah. All that stuff we just read. Baseball, this is Donald Trump, he says, baseball is already losing tremendous number of fans, and now they leave Atlanta with their all-star game because they are afraid of the radical left Democrats who do not want, uh, do, do not want voter ID, which is desperately needed to have anything to do with our elections. <clears throat> he said in a statement released by Save America PAC, Boycott baseball and all the woke companies that are interfering with free and fair elections. 
Are you listening, Coke, Delta, and all? He added, referencing other companies that have criticized the new law. The rebuke is the latest from a Republican over MLB's decision to move its July 13 game out of Atlanta. The commissioner, Bob Manfred, said in a statement that the decision was the best way to demonstrate our values as a sport. Fuck you. You don't have values <laughs> if you're supporting these Chinese companies. I'm right. sorry. You yeah. don't have any values except dollars. And you're probably he's probably um, getting threatened um, sponsor poll. Oh, I'm sure. Getting pulled if they keep it in yeah. Atlanta. So I'm sure it's a, all a dollar game for yeah. him if all these like big sponsors are threatening to pull their sponsorship of oh, the MLB. Sure. Major League Baseball is f- fundamentally supports voting rights for all Americans and opposes restrictions to the ballot. Says the new restrictions... Oh, we, we read all this crap. We don't have to keep doing it. Yeah. Dem- it, it which, again, they're not restrictions. Says Coca-Cola CEO James Quincy has also called the restrictions unacceptable and a step backwards. And Delta Airlines CEO Ed Bastian said the law includes a provision that will make it harder for many underrepresented voters, particularly black voters, to exercise their constitutional rights to elect their representatives. Kemp berated MLB over the announcement, casting it as cancel culture, adding that the league caved to the Democratic uh, pressure. This is the governor. Right, okay. That's Kemp. Georgians and all Americans should fully understand what the MLB's knee-jerk decision means. Cancel culture and woke political activists are coming for every aspect of your life, sports included. If the left doesn't agree with you, facts and truth do not matter, Kemp said in a statement. So, a lot of of shit here. Slinging shit back and forth. I mean... It it was due to happen because the NFL's been getting its share of it for, mm-hmm. what, five years now? When was yeah. the whole Kaepernick thing? Because it's been get going on since the Kaepernick yeah, thing. Yeah, I think like 14. Yeah, so six, five, six years or yeah. something like that. Um, And the NBA, I'm sure, has its share of it. I don't pay attention at all to the NBA, so no. I don't know. Yeah, uh, but I know LeBron James still plays for them, so I'm sure they have their share. I'm <laughs> sure. I'm and sure. like we said, the whole china hong kong stuff it it's mm-hmm. in there oh yeah um so now it's it's oozed its way into the mlb i saw a post from a guy that i went to high school with he lives in dc now and he's a big baseball fan and he said i'm not watching any more baseball mlb baseball games this year i'm just like fuck it i'm still gonna watch baseball right. you know it, that's y- how i was with the nfl yeah it's just like i'm still gonna watch the game yeah i mean i'm not <laughs> i'm not one of those guys that's like oh i'm just gonna uh, they'll be sorry because I'm not going to watch any more baseball. It's not going to affect them anyway right. yeah, at all. Exactly. Because people are still going to watch baseball. Yeah. You still have enough people that um, are still going to, to, yeah. to watch it. They're still going to scream. Well, that It's like the football fans that we know that are yeah. like, I'm not watching any, yeah. any NFL this I've year. I've given up on it. And then <laughs> they come in. The next week, and they're just like, "Hey, did you see that?" Uh, <laughs> yeah, like, right. Yeah, really. Yeah, I thought you weren't watching. Oh, I I heard it from my son. Oh, really, yeah. really, your son. Uh, so. And and what's going on is, it's not really a baseball thing. It, it's corporate bullshit, is what it exactly. is. Exactly. So and it's these these you know this new category, this new class of woke corporationism. Right. And and they're trying to threaten people at the at the in their wallets. Well, and and as Donald Trump said, MLB has been on the decline for mm-hmm. how many years now? Yeah. How easy for it, it? How easy would it be for them 
in a year from now when they continue because they declined majorly last year because right. of the the shutdowns, right. the pandemic shutdown. Well, yeah, it was a half season. Yeah, a half so. season. They didn't have any um, fans in the stadiums at mm-hmm. all. Um, so then this happens and people are calling for boycotting it. Right. So when the MLB is failing more next year, it's going to be easy for them to be like, well, it's them. It's them. They they mm-hmm. uh, boycotted us because of our values. Mm-hmm. When right. in reality, they've been on the decline for how many years right. now? Yeah. So, I mean, it's easy to point when you're already on a f- on the decline. I wouldn't call them a failing company, no, but on the no. decline. They're I not did, where they were. I did see that... Um, some lawmakers were calling for the removal of um what are they called like not monopoly but oh uh an- antitrust antitrust protections yeah. from them yeah what? i think ted cruz did that yes yeah. so why are there antitrust protections for the mlb or right. any people anybody at all already mm-hmm. why why is that even a thing right yeah that's true it makes no sense i as much as I don't necessarily, I mean, I don't necessarily think people should bo- boycott the MLB. Sure, pull pull the fucking um, re- um, protections, uh, antitrust protections, yeah. not because of this, but because they shouldn't be there in the right. first place. Yeah. This is a free market system. There shouldn't be those protections yeah. there. Yeah. I, if, I, if somebody wants to start another baseball league, you know, Godspeed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't even understand. When I read that, I'm just like, fuck it. Why are they, those there anyway? Yeah. And it's not a political thing for me. No. It's I, I just don't think we should be protecting them from that right. because no other company in America has those. Well, supposedly no other company in America <laughs> has those protections. Right. But, I mean, you look at, like, Google and Facebook mm-hmm. and people like that and... Yeah. yeah, but people actually go to bat against them. Nobody's going to bat against, yeah. no pun intended, no, going to bat against the MLB and saying, fuck it, why why don't we just go yeah. form another league? Right, because nobody's cared. I mean, yeah. it's, baseball's baseball. And I'm sure all the other sports have the same thing. Oh, yeah. I, I guarantee it. So yeah. I found that interesting. That is. And it just happens to be... It always happens the political bullshit comes up right at the start of the yeah. season because that happened oh, yeah. in the NFL this last year. Yep. And I, I'm sure it'll come up again. It will. So, it'll. yeah. Well, more and more states, I think, are going to be start enacting their own uh, voter laws. Yeah. And it's going to be in response to this H.R. 1 bill that the, the government is trying to push through, that the federal government's trying to push through. Right. Um, and which is, you know, federalizing the election process. Uh-huh. So yeah, and states are trying to push back against that because that's states' yeah. rights. Right. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. that's how it was set up, and for the federal to come out and be like, "Hey, we're going to blanket across the board," which I'm sure both sides want their own federal, like right. national voting laws, like the Republicans. I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure they their do. Own. But because the Democrats are pushing theirs, the Republicans are backing off. Yeah, and the Republican states are pushing back. But if yeah. it was the other way around, it'd be the same story just the other way around yeah so the democrat states would be like look at these racist voting laws yeah yeah let's move on let's move on shall we do you want me to touch on hr1 at all um you can let's breeze through it all right really quick uh the big thing is um let's see here it says the bill's one size fits all prescriptivism ignores differences among the scores of thousands of jurisdictions that oversee the vote one democratic state elections director said Early voting mandates in the bill would require a country of 2000 re- county of 2000 residents to keep polls open for 15 days, 10 hours a day, 
even for an off-year congressional primary that draws only a handful of voters. That's a lot of volunteer work. 15 days? 15 days, 10 hours a day, even on a an, an off-year. So does it really take 15 days for a post office to get a freaking, even an absentee b- ballot into the hands of well, I, I believe that uh, the part of this bill is to keep polls open for a couple days after election day. See that? Why? To make sure that all the mail-in votes come in. Okay, so keep the mail-in votes maybe open. I I I don't know. I I don't know. Keep going. <laughs> this is just gonna make me short circuit. All right, so prudential federalism is alive and well and living in West Virginia. Um, Joe Manchin. Uh, the third, with the, whose support the measure is doomed, said last week that the opposed following the uh, that he opposed allowing the federal government to wade into election law, which is typically left to the states. Um, inflexible requirements uh, such as the hours and days required uh, spoke to the condition of anonymity for fear of political repercussions could create problems, not solve them. Meanwhile, some party bigwigs believe that the small-dollar public financing plan, which sets a six-to-one matching program for donations under $200, could incentivize and turbocharge primary challenges, particularly from the far left. For many of us, that's someone else's fight. We find good reasons to oppose the matching scheme, no matter whom it might help or hurt. But incumbents do tend to put self-interest. So apparently... Apparently, there is a a part in this bill that um, that allows a matching program for donations of candidates, and they're afraid that this is going to influence and motivate um, far left people to come into the uh, in to run for office, like AOC. Why is there a matching program? If somebody wants to donate, why can't it's not like. Well, I didn't realize we had an award, I didn't awards program for for donations. Me neither. Me neither. Who matches it? Well, that's that's something we're gonna have to look into because mm. I that I don't know. I'm I'm guessing that's where some of that dark money goes. Probably, probably super packs and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. Anything else? That's all it says. So oh. to be honest, it was kind of a shit article. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm tired. But, but I know that I should. The federal government should not have a say in how states run their elections. Right. We read, you know, a couple. Uh, co- was it last month or the month before? You know, that Time article about how they they made sure democracy worked the way it was supposed to. Yeah. And I think that this bill, this HR one, basically um, permanent makes these those permanent. Right. And allows the go- the federal government to regulate that. Okay. And st- basically pee in the the local pool. Yeah. For elections. Yeah. And the funny thing is um, the Times was bitching about how the state was stepping on or the state legislatures were stepping on the state's rights to for right. voting and stuff. But then this is the federal level stepping on the state's rights to regulate voting. You Their see, own. You, yeah. you, you see how there's the whole hypocrisy right. going on here. So I, I guess it comes down to how you view the country, mm-hmm. right? Is it... The federal government should they have a no. say? 
No, no I just, agree. You say the federal <laughs> government, I'm just going to say no. No, no, no. Whatever I, the no. option is, I don't know what's coming but after that's, it. <laughs> should it be the federal? No, it shouldn't it be. No, no, I agree. It should not. But that's how the Democrats look at it. And that's how the, the, the left looks at it, is that it should be a, the federal government determining these things because the states and the public, they're not smart enough to figure it out on their yeah, own. Again, they're not smart enough. Right. That, but that's the whole thing. We're not smart enough. Exactly. The people are not smart enough to handle democracy, which is right. the people. So they rule. have to nudge the democracy along. But that but that's not democracy then. Well, and which also we're, we're not, not a democracy. democracy. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> also true. you're gonna see more and more states come up with their own bills, their own laws like this to protect themselves against the federal government from pushing bills like HR one. And the and those the, are the states that are going to get all the boycotts. Oh, they are. They are. And all it's going to do yep. is hurt the voters. And it's going to be Republican states. Mm-hmm. The Republican states are going to get nailed. It's just a strong arms tactic. Is it all is. it is. And none of it matters. No, no, absolutely not. Um, I read I read a a meme today. I think I posted it in the forum. It said it was like a billboard for a gun shop, and it said, um, if, if voting actually made a difference, they would have made it illegal already. <laughs> Right, I saw that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's so true. But any any Republican state's going to have stricter voting rules, probably. So what's going to happen? What they're going to have the game in New York and California? Who's going to fly to New York or California to watch an All Star game? Right. Right? right. I mean, it just ask the NFL how that worked when they were having the Pro Bowl in uh, in well, Hawaii let, every year. Well, let's look at, from a conspiracy side, I guess minor conspiracy. Those are the states that are failing economically. So let's get some of the big sport events there to bring some money back to those states. There you, you go. Know? There you Maybe go. it's all a big plot to to kind of boost the economy of the failing states that fuck their own economies. Doesn't surprise me. I mean, look at this uh, stimulus bill where mm-hmm. the uh, the the states with the highest un- unemployment were the states that got the biggest share of the money. And there's the ones and that shut democratic down their own economy. Yeah. Exactly. So let's move on. Let's move away from this voter stuff because we got a couple other things to talk about. One, mostly being another attack in D.C. I mean, we're we're not short supply of attacks, but the difference this time. Well, is, when are they going to outlaw guns? I mean, what? because isn't that what this was? Well, that, another that, guy with a gun. Funny thing. No, this guy had a car oh. and a knife. Oh well, we need to outlaw those. Well, it's interesting. This guy rammed. Some police officers rammed a barricade or something. I'm going to read the article. Okay. Um, but since I started reading this, in the last, like, two days, there was, like, three different, like, cars that r- ran over people huh. in the news. And it's just like, are they coming for our cars now? Yeah. <laughs> Probably. I mean, they're bad for the environment, well, and they, they, they kill are, people. They are pushing for the auto-drive cars. Exactly. Maybe So the government it. can take over your car. That's it. That's it. So this this guy, his name is Noah Green. Um, apparently he was identified as a man who follows the nation of Islam. So it doesn't go with the narrative at all. Because no. at first they were coming out saying it was probably this pr- pro-Trump extremist attacking the Capitol mm-hmm. again, but doesn't follow that narrative. Which is why they've switched from him to the cop that was killed. Right. It says the Capitol shooter has been identified... Or the Capitol shooter... What? The Capitol shooter has been identified as Noah Green, originally from Indiana. He but he didn't shoot anybody. Is that just their like I, I think they default jumped, now? Yeah, I think they just jumped right to a shooter right there. They just defaulted. Their brains like short circuited and defaulted. The capital shooter has been identified as twenty five year old Noah Green, originally from Indiana, but who may have moved to Virginia. He re- recently lost a job and posted to Facebook that he was seeking spiritual help. 
It says, uh, to be honest, the past few years have been tough. And these past few months have been tougher. Green posted Facebook March 16th. I've been... I have been tried with some of the biggest unimaginable tests in my life. I am currently unemployed after I left my job, partially, partly due to affliction, but ultimately in search of a spiritual journey. There is much confusion in this day and age in my perspective. The ongoing COVID crisis, unemployment, rising national debt, um, division within the political sphere, rumors of war, and the like. But one thing I'm assured everyone can lean on is faith in the Honorable Mr. Louis Farrakhan as the man who can carry us through this dark hour. (laughs) Says in the subsequent post on March 17th, Green encouraged everyone to study revelations, to study the signs of the end times, and study who the beast is, study who the Antichrist is, study who false prophets are, and study created images during those times. So I thought this was going to get more into the shooting. Okay, it says, Fox News uh, reported one Capitol Police officer died, according to acting police chief Pittman. As the incident unfolded, seat cover warnings rang rang out across the area on the Senate side of the Capitol building. The U.S. Capitol was on lockdown Friday due to an exterior security threat, as the U.S. Capitol Police said two officers were injured after a car rammed into them. But again, this was the shooter. Right. Right. Get to the shooting part. It says, one officer died of his injuries. Uh, sources tell Fox News. Sources said the suspect exited his car uh, wielding a knife and was shot by the USCP, dying of his injuries. Fox News is told security officials believe the suspect was a lone wolf not connected to any other group. But again, he's not the typical follow the um, Donald Trump uh, conspiracy theorist type attack. But I don't know. First of all... Is it like a, like, the most concerning part to me is the slip of the shooter. Right. When I didn't even catch that. I didn't even catch that until just now when I went to read it. And it's just like, what shooter? Like, we're, are we just trying to, like, slam that in people's heads? Like, remember these shootings. You know, was it an accident or did they intentionally, like, slip that in there just to kind of, like. Uh, I think any attack now, they're going to, they're automatically going to come out and say it was a shooter. Yeah, right. Knife, car, pillow, it's a shooter. Right. Well, again, it doesn't follow the narrative being a knife car attack, which is the second attack in the last couple weeks that had nothing to do with the narrative that they're trying to push. Um, Facebook apparently quickly scrubbed the assailant's Facebook page, praising Farrakhan as Jesus. So because it doesn't go with the narrative, apparently Facebook like scrubbed all those posts that I just read. Right. Says Facebook quickly removed the profile page of self-described follower of Farrakhan shortly after media identified him Friday as the assailant who was shot dead after driving into U.S. police officers and lunging at them with a knife. Describing himself on the since-deleted page as the follower of the Nation of Islam, 25-year-old African-American man from Indiana um, effusively praised radical Farrakhan and his predecessor, Elijah Muhammad, as incarnations of Jesus Christ whose teachings changed his life. Explaining the social media company's reason for the deletion, spokesperson for the Facebook told the Daily Wire, after this horrific event, our thoughts are with Capitol Police and their loved ones. We have designated the incident under our dangerous individuals and organizations policy, which means we have removed the suspect's accounts from Facebook and Instagram. That's convenient. Yeah, of course. Right. And are removing any content that praises, supports, or represents the attack or the suspect. 
We are in the con. Uh, we are in contact with law enforcement as they conduct their investigation. So maybe they did just remove all his content, but right. um, yeah, just it, it does sound kind of shady that they right. they just made this all go away. Yeah, right. But right. I guess they did it for Trump people too. After the Capitol thing, they removed their accounts. So it says, according to the policy, the spokesperson cited Facebook doesn't allow anyone living or dead to maintain a presence on the platform if they are a mass murderer or if they attempt mass murder. We consider an attempted mass murder to be one where an individual uses a weapon or vehicle to attempt mass harm in a public space or against one or more or against more than one person. So it's okay for a regular murder, <laughs> right. but not yeah. a mass murder. No, no, That's no. different. Yeah, and which is more than what two people. So I, I don't know what I think about that. If they were just scrubbing it to get rid of the narrative, yeah. or if it was just right because like it, I said their policy because it goes to the narrative of the right if they say that they did scrub it. But if it's just their policy to scrub an account of anybody mm. involved, then you know probably had nothing to do with it. Except mm. for the the only thing is you're not hearing a lot about it in the news about no. what happened. No, so. you're not. It's interesting though because, like I said. Um, there's people coming out, and obviously, like, Ilan Omar yeah, came I, out. I have her tweets here. Yeah, go there's, ahead. <laughs> so some tweets here to kind of show where the way they're trying to direct it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ilan Omar says, Heartbroken to learn another CP was killed while protecting the Capitol. Isn't she against police like six months she ago? She is, yeah. She wanted them defunded. My thoughts and prayers go out to the officer's family and the entire Capitol Police Force. The death toll would have been worse if the assailant had an AR-15 instead of a knife. Keep going. I know there's more. Talbert Swan, Bishop Talbert Swan, came out and said, I see the white supremacists are overjoyed to report that the suspect in the Capitol incident was a black man, Noah oh, Green. Okay. I thought Il- Ilan Omar said that. Oh, no, 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 no. Because no. I was just like, so thoughts and prayers to the police officer, but then she's pissed that the police officers took down the guy that was, like, killing them. Yeah. No, 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 no. Um, yeah. So then he goes on. He says, uh, Green allegedly armed with a knife was shot dead. By contrast, Robert Aaron Long, the Atlanta spot murderer, was armed with an AR-15. He's alive and well. So, the difference, aside from the fact that one's black and one's white, I mean, obviously that's a difference, but the difference is when police felt attacked, like under threat, they shot the guy. Right. Two police officers were killed in this attack. Yeah. So obviously they're going to shoot this guy. The guy that shot up the salons apparently wasn't a direct threat to the police officers and surrendered to right. them, and they took him. If he w- yeah. he came out shooting at them, they wouldn't have arrested him. Yeah. They would have well, shot him dead. The Syrian guy in Colorado, he also gave up mm-hmm. and was taken alive. Yeah, because that was one where they're like, oh, of course it was a white guy. They took him alive. And right. then it came out and they're like, well, race doesn't matter. Yeah, right. why, Wait, why let's does... not focus on race right yeah. now. Oh, of course. Now that it's yeah. not a white guy, let's not focus on race. Uh, Bishop Swan also says, as soon as we heard the suspect in the Capitol attack was shot dead by police, we knew he wasn't white. Yeah, they say that all the time, though, even though, again, look at the Colorado one. They yeah. said that, and then he wasn't like, a. I mean, he was whitish, but he wasn't like your definition of Trump-supporting white guy. Yeah. Uh, Mendy Hassan goes on to say, imagine if today's Capitol attacker had gotten out of his gun, not with a knife, but with an AR-15. Imagine the police death toll. Just imagine. But if they would have shot him, if he came out with that AR-15, they would have had a problem with that, too, because, of course, they shot him. He's a black guy. Yeah. So (laughs) it's just like the back and forth. It's like, well, just imagine how much worse it could have been. Right. But we shouldn't have shot him. Yeah. 
It's like you got, you got to pick a lane somewhere I here, know, and know. they're not. They're like all over the place. Yeah, and it, <laughs> I don't know. And, and Tariq Nasheed comes out and says, "All the white supremacists are now trying to falsely tie in Noah Green to the Nation of Islam." Falsely, he he's the <laughs> one that claimed he wasn't that a he member. Was a the media is just using the "I'm white and I say so" defense, and blame Louis Farrakhan for the incident as. <laughs> at the U.S. Capitol as a way to deflect from the Capitol riots. He wasn't. It did. It didn't say that he was a member. No, but he, he was a, a absolutely a follower and a Farrakhan who and again, is a part of the Nation of Islam. Again, none of that has anything to do with this attack, unless yeah. he came out and said, "I'm doing this for Louis Farrakhan or yeah. the Nation or yelled some Nation of I don't know what the Nation yeah. of Islam chants people. Well, <laughs> uh, Alu Akbar. That's Islam. I don't know if it's like the yeah. nation, like oh, I don't the know. Black I, Nation I just, of Islam, if yeah. it's the same. I guess we should look into that. Yeah, I don't want to sound more ignorant than we already sound, but yeah. um, again, at, I mean, yes, that is them trying to paint a picture. All I see that is, is not too many Louis Farrakhan followers are your typical... Donald Trump, right? <laughs> white supremacists. Yeah. So right. um, they they don't necessarily go hand in hand. So it doesn't fit yeah. their narrative, and it's easy for them to paint this broad picture when it does follow that narrative. Like right. they're like, well, they're painting this picture of him as a blah blah blah, and there's no evidence of this. It's like, but on the other hand, when it is somebody, if somebody happens to have said, hey, I voted for Donald Trump, they paint that broad oh, picture. Yeah. Immediate, well, well, he was obviously a white supremacist and wanted to kill black people. Right. Well, and again, getting back to, you know, trying to push the whole gun control narrative. Right. You know, I mean, like you said, the guy used a car. Mm-hmm. You know, he used a knife. You know, you can't regulate knives and cars unless you give everybody, you know, for now on you have to use a plastic spork. Oh, and God. Knife. Let's not even suggest that. <laughs> you know. Or have you ever tried to cut a steak with a spork? No. And or a plastic I won't knife? Try. I won't try. I mean, it's going to end up happening. But it'll just piss me off, and it'll break a lot of knives. It'll break a lot of sporks and knives, yes. And I will probably just eat it like a but, freaking wild man. you know, can you imagine how these guys that are commenting on this, how it pissed off they get every time mm-hmm. something like this happens? Right. It's like, come on. We were pushing the gun thing, and you come out with a knife and a car? Right, <laughs> yes. Well, they're still pushing the gun thing. Like, oh, yeah. Ilan well, Omar and whoever yeah. that other person right. was was like, imagine if this was an AR-15. But the fact is, it wasn't an AR-15, and there was still a quote-unquote mass murder. I'm convinced that's why ISIS started using cars. And box cutters. And and, and not guns, because they got pissed off every time there was an incident. People would focus on the gun part of it. And they're like, no, motherfucker, it was me. So they just start (laughs) lopping people's heads off with butter knives. Or driving them down. Or running them over with cars. Exactly. Exactly. Which, again, it, I found it interesting that as scrolling through the news, I saw two or three other incidences of cars running down groups of people. Yeah. And it's like, where are we going with this? There's got to yeah. be a narrative. Well, a somewhere. couple years ago, I mean, that's you were seeing that all the time in Spain and France. Yeah. You know, I mean, and, and it was all over the place that right. people running over their, where was, their cars. I think, wasn't it in, here in the United States where that car like rolled up on the sidewalk and yeah. took out, ran over a whole yeah. bunch of people? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it's not a gun problem. It's a shitty people problem. And one thing I wanted to point out, first of all, um, this is only obviously going to uh, delay the whole taking down the fence at the Capitol because because scary things at the Capitol. And the only thing I wanted to say on this was this this comment by Democratic Republican, 
or representative, Tim Ryan of Ohio, that says it's an eyesore and it sucks. This is talking about the fence. Okay. He says nobody wants that there, but the question is the environment is the environment safe enough to be able to take it down? In the meantime, maybe the fence can prevent some of these things from happening. Did it though? No. No. <laughs> it didn't prevent it from happening because it still happened. Yeah. Yeah. So it, and, and I mean are are these representatives I mean, what are they are they living there? I mean, right. Because that's the only way they're really getting protected. Yeah. You know, right. And it's like, this is going to be a permanent structure Mm -hmm. there. Yeah. And all this is going to do is reinforce them of militarizing Washington, D.C. Well, that's all it it is. It's a mental game. Yeah. You know? So you talked a little about gun control and the push for gun control. There was another mass shooting, which, again, they probably happen all the time. Right. Another mass shooting in North Carolina, Wilmington, no less. Wilmington is by far my favorite city in the entire world. If if I were to up and move right now, it would be to Wilmington, North Carolina. I'm just going to okay. say that. It's okay. It's an amazing city. I love Are you a Tar Heels North. fan? I'm not, but oh. um, I just love the city. I, I was stationed about a half an hour from there at Camp gotcha. Lejeune. And when I vacationed in North Carolina two years ago, we, we spent some time in Wilmington. So I love it. Anyway, there was a shooting there where three were killed and four were injured at a house party. So the only thing I really want to point out in this article, this is from Zero Hedge, is this paragraph. Because this this was weird to me, the direction they went with this. It wasn't against guns. It wasn't a, <laughs> like the typical direction. It says, the shooting takes place at the corner of 7th and Kidder Street in Wilmington, an area that's still swarming with police activity. This was at least the fifth mass shooting in, uh, since states in the U.S. started relaxing their restrictions on movement and business operations while allowing more people to gather at private dwellings. Wow. North Carolina Governor Roy Cooper announced the rollbacks in late February as cases in the state dropped to their lowest since late last year. So it's the fault of releasing restrictions on COVID. Right. Interesting. I because didn't even go th- no, I didn't think about that. I would have never gone that direction and yeah. nor thought somebody would go that direction with it. Huh. Well, it's the fifth one since uh, they started allowing people to gather in in private dwellings again. Of course. Well, it makes sense. I mean, obviously it's it's not a gun issue. It's not a white supremacy issue. It's the fact that they're they're laxing they're laxing it, on well, rest- it, wow. It's a compilation of all the above. It's like these yes. damn Republicans and their guns. Mm-hmm. They don't want to wear masks. They want to gather around. I mean, you yeah. can just you can just blanket anything with <laughs> right. this. Like, well, there's a shooting because of that. Yeah. Well, it makes sense. Well, it's it's the fifth shooting since uh, Georgia signed their voting registration yeah. laws, so it has to have had something to do with that. I mean, they can put literally anything yeah. on that. It's the fifth shooting since uh, uh, the Astros cheated in the. <laughs> <laughs> so clearly, yeah. it has something to do with that. Right. It, just they can literally spin any narrative yeah. with a shooting yeah. specifically. And I'm surprised they went there instead of going towards right. the assault rifles right. yeah. or yeah. the gun bans. You probably and stuff. figured that they're blaming enough on assault rifles. They needed to throw a little bit they got a little shade towards the releasing of uh the restrictions. I'm I'm curious of what North Carolina's gun laws are because if they're stricter ones then they can't be like well, it's the fifth shooting since uh, North Carolina loosened right. their gun laws. Maybe that's why they went that way. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. <laughs> so if you're from North Carolina, let me know what the gun laws are there, because um, I want to think that'd be a state that had stricter gun laws. But I wouldn't think so, but I, you never know. I'm not sure. It's kind of in the middle there, you know? 
So finally, I just wanted to point out on the gun law note is the great state of Iowa yes. signed constitutional carry into effect today uh, that, or yesterday. Yesterday. Yes, yesterday. Yep. And uh, it'll uh, go into effect July 1st. Yep. And so, um, you know, I, more power to you, Reynolds, Governor yep. Reynolds. Uh, and she's taking it. shit for it because um, <clears throat> I don't know exactly what the law states, but the article I read specifically says. Democrats and gun control advocates say that it loosens the re- yeah. um, the background checks for private sales. So I don't know if that's actually there or if that's just the Democrats and gun control advocates saying yeah. these things. So until like somebody comes out and says what's actually in there, I don't know. And I don't like we talk kind of back and forth about this. Uh, our opinions of should they just totally do away with uh, background checks for private sales for right. like gun shows and stuff like that. Yeah, and then I I can't remember what you said. <laughs> I I I said that I you know I thought it was okay. I thought, see, I, I have two sides of my brain here that are fighting against this. I'm not saying that I think there should be the background checks. Yeah, because anyway, the federal government gets out of our shit, the better. Right. But on the other hand. That's the part of the bill that's going to get the most shit, right. is if that's in there. Um, if you take away the background checks where anybody could just go to a gun show and mm-hmm. buy a gun, that's where this is going to come under the most attack. Yeah, And that's when it's going to, in two years or whenever, if it switches more to a Democrat, pro-Democratic right. Senate here, state Senate, yeah. that's what's going to get this thing reversed because yeah. of— of that extreme provision in there that says, hey, no more background checks for uh, yeah. private sales. Yeah. But and, you know, I I don't know. You would think that someone you would do their due diligence. Mm-hmm. You know, if you somebody shows up wearing a ski mask, you know, with a voice modular, and be like, I'm here to buy a gun. You know, <laughs> you're going to think twice about it. But you think. <laughs> but, it, I mean, you could easily get somebody that just wants to make a buck that is going right. out and buying from a dealership with their... Um, permit or whatever because you there still have permits yeah you you still have to have permits to buy from a dealer from right. what i understand yeah you still have to uh, and dealers still have to run background checks licensed dealers <laughs> so you could go and then you could turn around and be just making a profit so off worst case scenario is somebody goes and they kill a bunch of people with a gun mm-hmm. then they want they go and they sell you the gun <laughs> <laughs> that, that would be worst case scenario so i Again, I, I would rather have the government just completely out of our shit, yeah. and we can just police our own. Right. That just requires smart gun owners right. to and, hold the stupid ones accountable. Right, and and, and I believe guns. that there are m- more intelligent gun owners than there are dumb ones. I do too. And so, I, and my thought is that 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 the faith in the gun owners is going towards that that yeah. they will police their own. But I, I had the theory, the thought that maybe. The state decided to not push through the state background checks because there's a good chance that the feds are going to push through. Right. The federal government's yeah. going to push through their own federal background checks. Yeah. And it's like, well, why are we even wasting our time with background yeah. checks if the federal is just going to push through theirs anyway? So right. maybe that's the direction. That, and that's, again, I, and same thing with the election law. I think these these Republican states are trying to push laws through like this, mm-hmm. like the election law, to kind of circumvent some of the federal laws that they that, that are coming down the down. pipe. Yep. Right, exactly. No, I, I, I get that, too. But I, I'm excited, you know, I mean, to not have to have a permit to carry. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I said this forever. It's like... If you can legally purchase and own a gun, mm-hmm. 
you should legally be able to carry it. And I guarantee you they go through the exact same ba- background check to purchase yeah. as they do to carry. It's just the state's getting more of your money. That's right. all it is. It's just a tax to carry yeah. your gun. Right. That, that's the way I see it. Yeah. So, I, I, I mean, maybe they go through a little more rigorous testing, right. but background check. But, it, I mean, I, I don't think... There's more. I mean, how much deeper can you look right. into somebody's yeah. background? Right, and, and I mean, we've now seen two states. Uh, what was it? South Carolina and Missouri that are now like offering to like enroll their citizens into a militia. Yes. So I can see that being the next step for, say, Iowa. Or... Well, like I said on our interview with Carrie Sloan last week, mm-hmm. go back and listen to that episode if you want to learn more about gun laws and and yeah. if you're a gun enthusiast. Go back and listen to our interview with Carrie Sloan last week yeah, because she it was, was on point. She knew her shit. Yeah. But um, like I said to her, I was looking into it, and it's illegal to have a private militia here in Iowa. Right, right. Which she says is unconstitutional. Yeah. And I she agree. She says, go start your own militia, have them shut you down, and then sue the shit out of them. Yeah, basically. And she knows good lawyers. So yes. do that if you're in the state of Iowa. Yeah. Well, we could do it. We can. And we're... We can. Yeah. What uh, do we do in the summer? We can, let's do it. Let's we do can. it. All right. We're going to start a militia this summer. Yep. So call us. <laughs> we'll, have, we'll have the government knocking at our door <laughs> this evening. So we're about out of time. We are out of time. So yeah. a lot of shit going on. And usually, lately, it's involved guns and voting and Trump because Trump just doesn't go away. He's not going to go away. He's going to be the bad guy forever. Yeah. Especially he, he, if he decides to run in 2024. Oh, yeah. yeah. He, he is the boogeyman. And I'm sad that baseball went the route that it went. Yeah. But again, I'm not. I'm not gonna not watch it right. because that's like my say, inner I was sanctuary. Say, you enjoy it. Can you so. imagine me a summer not watching baseball? Uh, dude, that would be like you without coffee in Did, the day. Well, you remember me when half the season. Got oh shut yeah, down. yeah. You were a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think I was that bad. I was <laughs> no, I'm just. Joking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna get out of here for the week. Uh, we will catch you on our main episode live stream Monday, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Do not miss it. Invite your friends because. They need to hear us too. Yeah. We like a party, and um, just don't don't shoot up the party like in Wilmington, no, North Carolina. No. But invite your friends. Check us out out all over social media. Like, share, all that stuff. As the YouTubers say, smash that like and share button. I I, I haven't said that. Maybe that's why we're not growing as fast because I Maybe. don't say smash that like and share. Button. Okay, yeah, smash, smash it, smash, smash it, just smash it, just smash it, smack it. You no, know, remember that. Uh, <laughs> Um, the the guy with the twisted tea can. Where he's oh like, yeah, smack me, just just <laughs> smack me, and he did. He smacked the shit out. So instead of smash it, just smack it, smack that like and share button. Otherwise, we're gonna get out of here. Have a great week. Enjoy your Easter. You too. And get back in here next week. Peace. Bye. The Break the Bell podcast is brought to you by you. So pat yourself on the back because without you, we would be talking to ourselves. A special thanks to our Patreon members, Remzo and Justin. A shout out to our sponsors, Goulash Media. On the run with Remzo W. Martinez Podcast and Van Zot Media. If you'd like to help support us, visit patreon.com slash breakthebell or buy our garbage at breakthebell.bigcartel.com. Get back here next time and let us continue to invade your ear holes and as always, never stop talking.